Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Core Daily. I'm Scott Johnson per huge. Hey, check it out. I'm repping for uh, Zelda today. Look at this. Got a little logo there. Got a little bit of the old Zelda love happening on the body today. All right. I'm coming to you guys with a slightly heavy heart. <laughs> Nothing serious, but um, something happened to me that I didn't expect. I think I have been wrong for decades about Final Fantasy and the series of games under the name Final Fantasy. I have been very slow very slow to come around on the series as a whole. And this isn't me talking about the MMO. Forget the MMO for a minute. That's out of the picture as far as I'm concerned uh, for now. It's just not what this conversation's about. I guess I'll get to the reason this is happening. Um, I have spent a ton of time with retro Final Fantasy games here recently, especially things like Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VI. I even went back and took a look at two, uh, just kind of all over the place. And I am still in the middle of a playthrough of Final Fantasy VII Remake, as well as, of course, seven on the PS1 and other stuff. The Konami series, I can never remember the name of, like Su-Nuka-Dukin, something like that. They're making a remaster of that coming later this year, but I've been playing the, the classic PlayStation 1 version of it. Those are not Square games, but also some Dragon Quest games and stuff, which are Enix games, which are Square Enix games now. But um, just kind of giving the whole genre a better look or a deeper look than I've ever given it time for in the past. And part of the reason I didn't like them in the day or even now is they're so full of cheese. And I don't know what happened, but by me doing this deep dive, I have learned to embrace the cheese. Here, Here's some cheese from 7 Remake so you can just kind of see the kind of cheese I mean. Don't worry, I've got this! Ah! Catch me if you can! I've been known to call that stuff anime bullshit, uh, which also is not very nice to anime lovers. And I, there's there's lots of anime that I enjoy, but there's a certain level of cheeseball McGillicuddy that is in every, I shouldn't say in every, in a lot of this kind of content that has just rubbed me wrong over the years. And um, as a result, I would take some of that superficial stuff and use that as an overall reason why I would never delve deeper into the series or into the games themselves, modern or, or, or uh, retroactive. I just kind of gave it a, a hand in their face. And somehow through this process, that ridiculous level of melodrama is actually 
fun somehow. Some people are going to see this as weird because I know a lot of you already love this stuff. And I'm talking to the choir here. You already appreciate what it is and, and why it's the way it is. A lot of it is just translation issues, right? Sometimes it's just localization and it comes off a little stilted and weird. And spent too many years hating on that, I think, uh, instead of embracing it for the weird because it is weird and goofy. And it kind of it's a little addicting once you get once you get in there. You know, I always like turn-based combat of any kind, and that's no different in these games. I really like the combat in all the games I've mentioned, and the real hang-up for me was random encounters in the old games. That's what really bothered me. I can't, I used to just couldn't stand it. And even that hasn't been a problem. Even that is better for me now. I can play 7 on the PlayStation 1 and, and be fine with random encounters, whereas back in 1997, when I was playing that game for real, on the two or three discs it came on, or whatever it was for the PlayStation, I would find myself setting that thing down for a really long time, because I just couldn't deal with running down a hallway and bam, something's magically there to fight me that I didn't choose to fight. It drove me crazy. But for whatever reason, that doesn't even bother me now. Even though we really have to worry about that now, like in the modern Final Fantasy sense, they're, they're almost entirely real-time uh, real battles. In the case of Dragon Quest XI, that game still uses turn-based combat, and I really like it in there. It's not random, but it's turn-based, and it's it's great. So anyway, that it, that's just to illustrate how I used to feel about the turn-based, or the, um, the random encounter stuff used to drive me crazy. It's like, I want to be turn-based, but I want to choose when. This kept me away from the early Pokemon games as well. Same problem. Well, now enter Final Fantasy 16, which comes out this Thursday, and the demo they put on PlayStation 5, where it is currently an exclusive... Um, by all accounts, it is probably a timed exclusive for PC players getting that later. That seems to be the pattern they do over at Square now. Anyway, um, they're not talking a lot about it. And I think after playing the two hour prologue demo, I understand more why they're not talking about it. They want this to seem like a PlayStation 5 exclusive for as long as they can. And they should uh, for a million reasons. But it's actually to their advantage to have this game on their platform and only their platform right now. Um, I think this is going to sell a bunch of PS5s and make a lot of PS5 owners very, very happy. So I played it last night and I immediately after finishing it, I did it on live stream. You can see it on the YouTube channel. I immediately pre-ordered the game. <laughs> it blew my mind. They took all the stuff I've grown to appreciate over this last little while in this genre and added some stuff I didn't expect and some things I, I think I wanted prior to all of this, which, which is this, some incredible acting. The voice acting in this and the characterizations in this is insanely good. It's really, really good. I cared about these characters almost immediately. And by the end, there's a, there's a couple of them in particular that I've just got like, I've got feelings for these people. I need to see how this turns out. It's a, it's a very mature story, and it, it feels like they just got some of my older memos. So it's weird. I, I come around to the cheese, but then they bring me something new that is actually less cheesy. You know, it's still got the hallmarks of the cheese, but it's a different kind of cheese. This is the stuff I'm used to melting on my nachos, if you, if you get my drift. And they've said as much. They're you know they built a a, a, a very Western friendly friendly version of Final Fantasy, and uh, you know the the native speaking language in it is English. And they have gone on record to say, "Hey, uh, Japanese players, we think the best way to play this game. You can play it and have Japanese dialogue dubbed, but the the way we would recommend it is having the English dub and Japanese subtitles, which is a bit of a flip, right? That's usually what they tell us to do." hear it in Japanese, read it in English. So that's interesting. Anyway, so I guess what I'm saying is you're looking at a convert. <laughs> 
I, I was feeling real good about it even leading up to this demo and already I'm I'm completely blown away. I think this is going to be a massive hit for them and it will be a uh, a big talking point for a while in a year that's already full of massive hits. Uh, how do we have Diablo 3, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, uh, Tears of the Kingdom? That's just a few names I've mentioned. That's usually one per year you get one of those. We're getting everything. I, at the end of 2023, if this isn't counted as one of the best years in gaming, you know, let's see let's see how Starfield lands. Let's see how it does. But let's imagine that thing's a huge monster hit and everyone loves it. We're looking at unprecedented year in, in gaming. We'll compare it to years like 98 or 2005 was a strong year. 2015 was a strong year. Like There's a lot of years you can look at and go, oh, amazing year for video games. But I'm not sure... 2023 won't come out of this the victor it just seems insane to me what a time to be alive and be a gamer anyway well done square you finally did it you got me i'm all in make sure you catch the longer conversation this coming thursday night where we'll have a big thick episode of core both john and i are playing it Uh, i know bo wants to but i'm not sure uh the wherewithal has happened for him yet um but we'll be talking a lot more about final fantasy this week among many other things so uh, check out the podcast and or the video cast of what we're doing on core find it wherever you get your podcast just by searching for core or all the needs you have will be satisfied at frogpants.com slash core and now this this is Bo being caught off guard by um, some funny dialogue in a D&D moment, is the best way I can say it. So enjoy that, and we'll see you tomorrow. That was unexpected. This place is topsy-turvy. Remind me not to take a dump in that hole. <laughs> Do you really have to make jokes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.